0: Hey folks, Randy Newberg here with another bonus episode of Leopold's Hunt Talk Radio. Uh, as you know, we've been doing what we call bonus episodes this spring under the premise of wanting people to hunt elk every year. And we're down to the last two states that we'll be covering in this, Nevada and then Idaho. But today we're going to talk about Nevada I just want to give you, one, a reminder, and two, a primer about how Nevada's system works. Such amazing hunting in Nevada. Most people don't think of Nevada as a hunting state. They think of it as Vegas or Reno. Uh, I went to college in, in Reno, and my four years of going to college and three years after that, I got to stomp the hills of Nevada in a great way. And, oh, man, I miss a lot of that. There, there's just such desolation and vastness in Nevada, like no place in the lower 48. If, if you ever wanted to get away from the world, Nevada is the place to do it. Go, go pick some place in central or northern or wherever in Nevada, and you'd be amazed at what kind of country it is. But anyhow, we're going to get uh, into this. It, it's not going to take that long. I think we'll probably cover it in half hour or so, but I just want to make sure that people understand that Nevada is, is an option out there and what amazing hunting they have and walk through the highlights of how the draw system works and go from there. But these, uh, podcasts, these, uh, what we call hunt Delk every year podcasts have really been put, put out there, uh, with the help of go hunt, uh, the go hunt insider, You hear us talk about it it's the product that we use for all of our research now i i used to have file cabinets and maps i started doing out of state applications multiple out of state applications in 1995 so what's that i'm 24 years into this and i have (laughs) i still this is this will date me a little bit. I have a file cabinet's full of old research articles and magazine articles and, and maps with notes written all over them, and sticky notes on them, and gazetteers with sticky notes in them, and handwritten lists of biologists and uh, taxidermists and other contacts. I would bet if I went back to that list, most of those phone numbers are probably disconnected now, or all those biologists I used to talk to are probably long since retired. But the reason I, I put that out there is that's a now all at my fingertips with Go Hunt's, uh Insider. And uh, that's why I use it. Uh, it's it's the best thing I've found. Uh, between that, the strategy articles. Uh, of what I have in front of me while I'm doing this podcast is I have the strategy article written by Trail and Brady uh, related to Nevada elk. This year they did Nevada elk and antelope as one combined strategy article. But... Uh, those strategy articles are amazing. Best draw odds uh, out there. So, if you want to sign up for the Insider, use promo code RANDY, and they'll give you $50 of free credit in their gear shop, which is a serious, serious gear shop. And uh, always, everything we do seems to somehow be supported and presented by Leupold. Uh They are the optics company that is... The supporter of conservation, the big supporter of public lands and access, uh, they they do it quietly, uh, but they do it effectively and in great volumes. So, um, I just can't thank them enough for all the support they give us on X Maps. Once we start drawing tags, and we will start having the tag drawings. Well, New Mexico came out yesterday, um, and that, after that, it's going to be. Uh, let's see, Montana, probably Utah, Colorado, Nevada. So once all these tag applications, we get our results, then most of our time is spent e-scouting, desk scouting, whatever you want to call it, with our Onyx system. If you go to onxmaps.com, use promo code Randy, get 20% off their app products. Uh, and Orion Coolers is the other sponsor of this podcast. Uh, go to orioncoolers.com. got a bunch of new stuff out there. Use promo code Randy and save 20% on the best coolers you'll ever find. And with that, uh, let's get into Nevada. Don't want to miss the deadline. The deadline this year has been rolled back a ways. Uh, Usually, the deadline in the past has always been in the middle of April. Well, this year, it is April 29th. Which, let me think, that must be uh, Monday? Hmm. Yeah, I think it's a Monday, April 29th, uh, 11 p.m. uh, Pacific Standard Time. Nevada's on Pacific Time. Uh, Remember Nevada, any of you have been doing it for a long time? It's strictly an online application process. And their online application process is, when they switched over last year, I'm like, I wonder how this is going to work. Now doing it, it's the slickest, easiest, most helpful Online process of any of the states. It, it when you go in there, it'll pre-fill what your choices were last year, and you can edit them, change them. Uh, just really good. And and the other part is you can't put in an incorrect choice. Uh, if you try to put in a choice that is wrong or incorrect for a non-resident, uh, it, it'll the system. It just doesn't allow you to even select from that. So uh, any of you who've used some of the other states. You know that you can actually input uh, a hunt code that is not valid for you or not valid for a non resident, uh, and you end up with problem. <laughs> Don't want problems. Uh, Nevada, you got to buy a non refundable, non resident uh, hunting license in order to apply. I'm trying to remember what that is like $155, if I remember right. And then when you apply, if you are unsuccessful, you automatically get a point it's not like some states where you have to go and buy a point or opt in to be in the point system you just get a point uh for every year that you apply and don't draw there are uh in their applications the one of the codes is just buying a point only and you can certainly do that uh they have some other things that are uh I call them once-in-a-lifetime tags, but I think you could draw them multiple times. It's called Partner in Wildlife, PIW. And then they have these Silver State tags. They're, they're kind of governor-type, uh, statewide kind of tags. Um, some of them you can uh, apply for in the draw, and then some of them you would end up... Uh, I think they're it's the Silver State tags. Anyhow, when you look it up, it's in the regulations. I always download the regulations, Nevada Division of Wildlife uh, is, uh, where you'd go to download that, but they explain it in there. And if you draw one of those, you're going to have a really, really, really good hunt. But getting specifically, um, before I jump specifically into elk, uh, I think we should do a just quick overview about how the Nevada draw process works. Nevada gives you five choices. So they look at all five of your choices before they go on to the person who is behind you in line. So don't waste one of your choices. How I do that is, just like everybody I suspect, I put in for a super crazy hard choice is my first choice. My second choice is mm, really hard, but not super crazy, just crazy. My third choice will be still pretty crazy. Fourth choice is like, mm, yeah, I've got a little bit better odds. My fifth choice is always the the unit that i would still be happy hunting but has the best draw odds of all the units i'd still be happy to draw and having hunted elk in nevada helped others who had elk in nevada having hunted pronghorn there and helped others uh having helped people with sheep tags and having hunted deer there so many times i've yet to find a hunt code in nevada that i would not like to have they do have a bonus point system And their bonus point system, they square the bonus points. So I'll just use a quick example. If I have two points, they're going to square that. So two times two is four. And I get one additional application for my current year application. So I go in there with five random numbers. They assign me my random numbers. And the lowest of my five random numbers is what I get used for in the draw for that species. You have 10 points. You square 10. That's 100 plus one so you go in with 101 random numbers they take the lowest of your 101 random numbers and that's what you go into the draw with so in that scenario i've got five random numbers you've got 101 so probability wise you've got a way 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 better chance of drawing than i do uh, just because of the fact that nevada squares the bonus points so Think about that as as you're building points, the lower tier or mid-tier, whatever you want to call it, hunts become more attainable. Now, the super high high end, the glory hunts that all the research services tell you about, you know, you got to apply here, you got to apply there. And, And there are application services out there that will actually do your applications for you. They seem to load their clients up in those super high demand units in Nevada. So, with that, the odds in those super high demand units get almost worse and worse every year because there's that big pool of people with super high point totals and they're getting to square their points every year. Whereas there's kind of a, this next level of, of units that you can apply for. that I, <laughs> That's what I do. I see what all these application services where they're applying their clients for and I just cross those off my list. But if you want to swing for the fences, you never know. Uh, I, I was just pulling up, uh, this, you know, these, I told you about these statewide tags, uh, they're called Nevada silver state tag and the Nevada dream tag. The Nevada silver state tag is something that, uh, allows you to haunt August 1st to December 31st, uh, on any public lands in the state for that unit. And then the dream tag is another, it, it's very similar to that but i believe with the dream tag you can only hunt the season dates for the species that are open so it's not august 1st to december 31st so elk where to start with elk in nevada oh my gosh well first of all i think nevada is 84 80 over 80 percent public land so unlike most states if you have a nevada elk tag you almost would have to go out of your way to find a spot that private property is going to keep you from accessing the ground that you want to hunt that there's that little bit of of private ground out there uh that the elk in nevada there's a reason why the demand for elk tags is so high because of the quality uh someone who's had that tag oh man i i had my tag in 2000 when was that 2005 uh and then at the time they had a 10-year wait period now i believe it's been dropped down to a seven-year wait period after you draw so i just got back in the game again in 2015 and uh building points again it was so much fun and since that time i've helped others who've had the tag it's just amazing what quality they have there that that is why nevada has such huge demand for their elk hunting their their success rates are off the charts if you look at the quality uh nevada uh, asks you when you fill out your your post hunt survey if you harvested how long was the main beam because they're looking they categorize by greater than 50 percent or greater than 50 percentage of bowls harvested that are greater than 50 inch main beams and the number in some units is crazy really crazy and if you've ever seen a bull with a 50 inch main beam that's a serious elk that that's a very very (laughs) mature high quality elk their harvest objectives uh is that they want between 35 and 45 percent of the bulls to have 50 inch main beams uh in some areas of the state you get over by ely there's some units there that are just way higher it's over 50 percent And there's a reason why, if you look at Boone and Crockett record books, why Nevada is very, very high in there. Uh, White Pine County specifically. Uh, Those of you who apply in White Pine County now are going to hate me. Uh, But there's some units uh, over in White Pine County that are tremendous. And if you look, I think uh, White Pine County is always in the top five of Boone and Crockett entries if you sort their trophy database by county uh it's uh you can do that with the boone and crockett record book the online system and when you sort by county white pine county nevada is always in that top five crazy what quality of elk are in those units over there if you're into cow hunting uh nevada has really cranked up the number of cow elk tags and i think last year the non residents uh over half of those tags went to people with zero bonus points uh so they're pretty easy to draw uh very high success rates um nevada is just very conservative in how they manage all their elk populations and that's why you have such high quality animals and such a high quality experience the percentage of bulls that are six point or better are crazy uh i don't have it right in front of me here i should look it up it it should be around it it's somewhere in my at my fingertips here somewhere in the strategy article that Gohan puts together but it's it's a crazy number. yeah I'm, I'm just looking at the percentage of bowls that are 50 inch or better. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness there, there are some units that it's really really high. <laughs> uh, the the number of bowls that are six point or better are crazy uh let's see it's well over 50 percent well well over 50 percent you look at that and compare that to other states and it's it's quite impressive so with uh nevada when when you do draw your tag you have to select for a hunt code by weapon type uh they have muzzleloader hunts they have archery hunts and they have rifle hunts and in their rifle hunts a lot of the units have an early season and a late season And the early season isn't early, early. The early season is usually sometime in late October to early November. And then the later season is usually somewhere in late November to early December. You have to look. They they change it a little bit each year. Nevada is one of those states that really gets serious about taking the information that their surveys show them and adjusting their season types and season dates and tag numbers. They're really, really good about that and uh, it's it it shows in the quality what they have no doubt about it once you pick your your season type you can uh, I, i shouldn't say once you pick it you can mix and match season types in your application so you can do your first choice as an archery hunt maybe your third choice as a muzzleloader hunt and the rest of your choices are rifle hunts you're not tied into one or the other if you look at a map of Nevada and look at the core of the elk range, you're going to see it's the counties pretty much over in the I'll say the the east and northeast part of the state even though there are some elk starting to show up in more of the further south in Nevada than you would have expected. Uh over into central Nevada, uh there's getting to be more elk. I remember when I went to college in Nevada, I think there were this was in 1988 uh, when I got down there. I think there were a little over 2,000 elk in Nevada at the time. And uh, now uh, the population peaked, according to their surveys, uh, in 2015, I believe it was, when they started cranking up the cow tags. They, they started worrying about, okay, in some places we've got too many elk. So they started issuing quite a few more cow tags starting in 2015, where they got close to 19,000 elk, if I remember, 2019, a little over that. Now they've they've brought it back down, probably closer to 15,000. And uh, it, it's amazing what Nevada has has done with elk, because I, I'm sure a lot of you listening to this have thought, hmm, I didn't know they even had elk. The flip side of that is, and I don't know if most people apply for elk in Nevada as their primary choice, And everything else is ancillary where they say, well, I'm applying for elk. I may as well apply for these other species. Or if elk is the ancillary species, um, you look at Nevada issues, more non-resident sheep tags than any state in the country. Uh, Their desert sheep program is remarkable. They have some of the highest quality mule deer hunts. A lot of people who live in mule deer states, I mean, quality mule deer states of Utah, Colorado, Wyoming, Idaho, those states have quality mule deer. But they, a lot of those people also apply in Nevada just because of the quality of the mule deer hunting. And the quality of the antelope hunting, don't tell everybody this, but it's better than Wyoming. It's harder to get a tag, but if you have a tag in Nevada, you're going to see more quality bucks than any state I hunt, well, maybe with the exception of of Arizona, but Arizona tags those are way way harder to get than Nevada tags. So it's uh, if if you're gonna do this, I guess my point of, of bringing this up is make sure that you get your money's worth. You already bought the non-resident license. Apply and build points for all these other species because you never know when you're gonna want to go to Nevada and do a meal deer hunt or. I look at Nevada sheep as, hey, I'm buying a raffle tag. I buy raffle tags for all these nonprofits that have sheep hunts that they're giving away. I spend so much on on raffle tickets every year for that. It's crazy. I I kind of look at Nevada the same way as, hey, you know, I, I can't win if I don't have my name in the hat. They don't look you up in a directory and say, hey, random so-and-so hunter. Guess what? We decided we're just going to mail you a tag today. No, you have to actually apply. So I I tell people, once you once you have that investment in the license, apply for everything. You know, they got California bighorn, desert bighorn, deer, elk, antelope. Those those are the species that I apply for. They do have non-resident uh, bear applications. Uh, I've not been building points for that. So elk is just, man, every time I go deer hunting in Nevada, I see these elk. And it, I, I, if you're like me, I can sit there and just marvel at them. Just watch the num, the these elk. they the quality of elk, and the the I'll call them undisturbed nature. Uh, not completely undisturbed, but the elk in Nevada seem to be subjected to less hunting pressure and less just human pressure than any place I go. And so you can. Sit there and look at them and it's not like they see a human or herd a vehicle and boom, they're off running for miles and miles and miles like in some states. I, I can say this, when you have a Nevada elk is it's probably going to be the highest quality elk hunt you're ever going to have. And I say that as a function of the quality of the experience, knowing there's the possibility of having a superb uh, bull step in front of you now i hunt other states that are well known for their quality arizona and wyoming and new mexico and those are also quality hunts the flip side of it is they issue way more tags so the, the quote-unquote quality of the experience in other words almost feeling like gosh i think i got this place to myself uh is less likely in those other states and yeah you're gonna bump into some hunters in, in nevada if you have an elk tag, but it's certainly not going to be one of those instances where you, every time you go around a corner, there's more people there. Just the the way, the, the conservative nature of how Nevada allocates things. Again, April 29th, you're going to want to have your name in the hat. Go out to the Nevada Division of Wildlife website uh, and get signed up. And the reason I, that I'm pretty excited about this year is Nevada is having a superb moisture year, and we all know with deer and elk what superb moisture years equate to with antler growth. Uh, I suspect that 2019 is going to be a an excellent, excellent year. Normally, it, the the I think it's U.S. Uh, Geological Survey. I can't remember who does it department of ag no one of the federal agencies if you do these drought monitor maps i i have a link to them i just go to them and check them all the time but usually nevada is pretty much in the yellow of a abnormally dry to somewhere in the orange which is extreme drought well looking at it this year the whole state is almost white which means not dry at all none zero which says hey Moisture-wise, there is a lot of moisture. And if you go out to weatherstreet.com, you'll be able to see, they have these snow depth analysis analysis, uh, websites. And you'll see that Nevada has received intense amounts of snow this year. And snow and weather in Nevada is not going to be a factor like it is in, say, maybe Idaho, Montana, or Wyoming. You're just not going to get enough snow and cold that you're going to, cause a lot of winter stress and winter death to elk they're just too hardy too tough too big Uh, so a lot of snow in the winter time in Nevada means a lot of moisture a lot of plant growth in the spring and summer which means great antler quality for that year so this is a year across much of the west uh, where you're gonna have I think excellent excellent antler growth so that's Nevada in a nutshell, folks. Uh, I've been applying there forever. I love it. Uh, if it fits your time, fits your budget, I would certainly recommend that you apply in Nevada and remember the deadline april twenty ninth remember that it's a bonus point system that they square your bonus points and whatever you do, don't let any of your five choices go unused. Use all of them. A lot of people. Uh, think that it's, oh, they only look at my first choice. Why am I even bothering with the other four choices? No. Nevada looks at your first choice, then your second choice, then your third choice, fourth, and then they look, even look at your fifth choice before they go to the person in line behind you. So do not leave one of your choices blank. I I never do. Um, the other thing, we, we as non-residents are applying for our own pool of tags. So it's not like, in Montana and in Idaho and in Arizona. There's some other states where non-residents are in the same pool competing against residents. That's not the case in in Nevada. They carve away their own pool of tags. So we know how many tags non-residents are applying for and it's only non-residents who are applying for that. And lastly, once you invest in that license, make sure you're also applying for the other species and get the most value out of your license as you can. Desert bighorn california bighorn antelope and mule deer so i know this is short tried to keep it under half hour uh but just wanted to serve as the reminder april 29th is your day if you're going to go and do uh any type of hunting in nevada this year you want to be signed up by then and uh if you are signed up make sure you do not overlook elk it's just there's a reason why the demand is high If you've ever been there and seen the elk or if you've ever had a chance to go hunt there or hunt with one of your friends who has the tag, you understand the quality of the experience and the quality of the bulls. And when you have that type of quality, that is why you end up with a lot of applicants. So, well, there you have it, folks. We got one more state after this. Uh, Sometime in May, we'll do an episode about Idaho elk applications and then we'll have it covered. And then I would say probably in June is when we will do the episode about uh, how you can go hunting, even if you were not lucky in one of these limited entry draws that we've been talking about this spring and this winter. So thanks for listening. Have a great day.